Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Sensei's with your leading expert in strategy and leadership. I just need to get this information across to you. For a while, you probably have been thinking of how to make things better. The challenges come in different shapes, different sizes. The pandemic has created one. It's not the only problem. I mean, it, I think it accelerated the problems that exist. But for you to thrive, for you to go beyond surviving and actually make something, there are four keys you need to have, four keys you need to take, four necessary steps and processes that you should engage in order to strategically position your business to survive and thrive regardless of situation or circumstance. Do not take the simplicity of what will be shared for ineffectiveness. Because very often we think that we have to go with very complex plans and, and complex contraptions in order to achieve results. That is not often the case. Even when they are, they are so complex and so hmm, intricate that not everyone is in the position to carry them out. So I'll tell you the first step and in the next episode you would get the second step. And the first step is to take personal responsibility. If you want to thrive, you want to survive, you want to run an enterprise that will do well regardless of the economic situation, regardless of who is in government, regardless of what your capital base is or who your staff at the point staff members are or teammates are you just need to take personal responsibility in other words you're saying that if i am not the problem there can be no other solution you're telling yourself that you are at the heart of it the, the you're at the heart you're at the center you're at the key to making things change thrive survive you are the engine room i can bet you if you had a vehicle with performance issues. You wouldn't go washing the body of the car or trying to do some detailing. You'd get under the hood of the car and deal with it. So for your enterprise, for your business, the biggest strategy is taking personal responsibility because that is where it begins. And that is the key to which, when properly handled, does a whole lot. Because businesses will start every day. Businesses will disappear every day. But whose business is starting? Whose business is disappearing? Most, the biggest spark that sparks up any business is that belief that you can do something and that you've got something that somebody else hasn't noticed. You have a solution, you have something to offer, some value to create that will be relevant at that time. And it's usually centered around you. The same way, if you want to continually make progress, you need to know that it is centered around you. It is not something else. It isn't, it just isn't. And I can give you so many examples, so many examples. But take this to heart and we start from there.
See you next time with the next step, the next process, the next key that is necessary for your progress and for you to thrive. Thank you for letting me into your space. That was our time on Sensei's. Bye for now. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Sensei's with your leading expert in strategy and leadership. We talked about the first step, the first key to business success, and that was taking personal responsibility. The second thing really is developing a winning attitude, the can-do attitude. I mean, what has this got to do with anything? In this time when motivational teachers are being bashed up and down because you've been given information to spark your spirit, but you've not been told why. I understand. But I'm telling you, having the disposition that says, I can do this, after taking responsibility for the results and the actions that occur in your life, there's very little you cannot achieve. Because at the heart of it, at the heart of success, at the heart of business success, is knowing that, look, you stand a chance of succeeding. You stand a chance of getting things done right, done well, getting the clients that you require, getting the revenues that you require, making pay. Positive thinking really in itself doesn't make you do anything but it will help you to do everything better. Think of this this way. I heard a story from Dave Ramsey. We hosted Dave Dave Ramsey on Live to Lead, the simulcast, which was broadcast across over 400 sites across 40 countries. And he told a story that struck me. That in his town, someone had walked in and told him, hey, look, you know, my business has failed. I'm, I'm, I've not done things right. And this has happened and that has happened. I was doing really great. But, you know, suppliers now are not paying. Things are not, you know, this has gone wrong and this has gone wrong and that has gone wrong. And he advised the chap. He said, look, things will get better. But it's important for you to take responsibility by thinking through the things that have occurred to you, you know where the gaps are. Close those gaps and come back stronger. And don't make those mistakes again. And the guy left saying, yeah, great, I will do that. And another guy walks in almost immediately, same day, same town, and says, oh my goodness, I'm having the best year of my life. And the chap says, hey, okay. Dave Ramsey asks him, hey, what's going on? He says, look, suppliers are paying up front. I mean, but this is going on, that is happening, and this is going well, and that is going well, and he's getting more clients, and, and what, and what, and what have you. Other people are closing down, and he's taking their customers, and he's... <sighs> wow. It, it was interesting, intriguing, in the same town where someone had just said things were tanking. And he, he went further to ask. Dave Ramsey asked the chap, what business are you in, by the way? And he says, oh, I'm in the so-and-so business which was exactly the same business that the chap before was in. Same business, same city, same town, right? Different results. 
one was looking at things after taking responsibility and saying hey you know this is possible and because he was thinking of things that were possible began to see possibilities began to look at things with a mindset of how can we do this as against hmm is this even possible everybody says there's going to be uh, a depression there's going to be a financial crisis there's going to be all the economic terms and someone else says hey but the money isn't going anywhere the money isn't going anywhere i mean matter can neither be created nor destroyed right so money in its sense cannot be created nor destroyed the value cannot be created nor destroyed it can only change from one form to another it becomes something else or is being appreciated in another way so if you learn to ask what is my client trying to achieve you modify that you 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 say yo look we can do this and not just a vein we can do this you're looking at okay how do we get this done how do we provide the value to the client in a way that they would appreciate it in this time and exchange value with you for the value they get from you so that's the second thing have a can do attitude believe it and look for the opportunity quit asking the questions can it be done know that it can and ask how can it be done that's the second part folks and as usual share the message with a friend don't keep it to yourself bye for now all our time on senseis with your leading expert in strategy and leadership Hello hello hello. Welcome to Senseis with your leading expert in strategy and leadership. Folks, we've been talking for a while about a whole lot of things. The four key steps necessary uh, for you to succeed in business. One was taking personal responsibility. You're not blaming the government, you're not blaming the economy, you're not blaming the things around you. You're not blaming your uncle, your or your lack of a rich uncle. You know. The next is developing a winning can-do attitude. You know, these are the things that you can do and this is not about motivation. Until you believe you can achieve it. It's difficult and that's why architects draw the buildings. strange designs and the work and work and work to get it done the burj khalifa in 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 dubai had to come from a place of belief right now they're trying to work on the underground railway that goes the underground rail the trains will go through water has to work through belief you say yes they have resources maybe maybe not remember that's the desert they're building everything creating even snow in a place that ordinarily doesn't have snow for your entertainment bringing the world to dubai so take personal responsibility develop a winning can do attitude and the third which we would speak on today basically to get your brain kicking the blood pumping 
the heart racing and hopefully your limbs taking action. Third thing is respect another person's model of the world. (laughs) You see, the key to your success lies in influence and not control. When you're trying to sell a product or service and you're trying to get them to just buy it rather than influence them to take it, there's a significant difference. Something happens. You see, when you look at the other person's worldview, what are they trying to achieve? Where are they coming from? What pains do they have? What are they trying to avoid? What work are they trying to get done? You would be developing your product and service to meet them where they are rather than just producing some very lovely lofty idea which could be great by the way but doesn't solve the person's problems you know it's like talking about cars when cars came to they were solving a problem of transportation when airplanes were built they were solving the problem of transportation The same thing with carts and horses. Transportation was at the heart of all those developments. So long as that problem was being solved, the means to solving it was adapted. Even though people were looking for better horses and were not familiar with cars, they didn't understand this tin, uh, iron, um, metal horse and probably would have fought against it. But there's an aspect called value discovery, where you begin to educate your market on what, you know, how what you're providing provides a solution for them, a solution to the issues that they have. That means you're getting into their world. You understand their world so much. You understand the other person's worldview and model and view of the world and perspective of the world enough to develop your product and service to suit them. So you're a chef, you're a caterer, and you make sure that the person you're serving is interested in having wholesome food that is good food and perhaps halal food and you're serving the best ham bacon and doesn't gel it doesn't gel you have to see it from their perspective and say oh no this is good no it's is it good but is it good for your clients so i tell you the other key is respecting another person's model of the world. Take the solution to them. Take it from their worldview. Even if it's something they've never seen or heard before, something they're not used to. So long as you're dealing with the challenges, the pains, possible gains your client should have, you'd be in a better stead of succeeding sustainably. That's all for now. As always, pass the message to a friend. Tag someone. Keep it flowing and we'll talk soon.
Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Sensei's with your leading expert in strategy and leadership. Yes, we've been talking about the four business success strategies. And I know that the first thing I said was take personal responsibility. You can't succeed if you do not take responsibility for the results that you are currently getting. When you stop blaming everything else and start looking inwards to create the future that you so hope for, then you would have been making success. Then you have unlocked the first and the most critical key to being a success. Because there's a difference between succeeding and being a success. Being a success is a state of being. You're continually in that state. Succeeding is just crossing a hurdle. Indeed, there are many hurdles. Because success is not a destination, it is a journey. So you need to be a success and not just attain success. And the second thing I spoke about was developing a winning attitude, a can-do attitude. It's not motivation, but when you believe something can be done, you actually begin to think of how do I get it done? It's not a question of positive thinking. It's a question of believing and knowing that you can do it. After all, how is it that architects are able to design things that have never been designed before and engineers bring it to life? It is the can-do attitude that makes such things possible and makes them happen. And the third thing we spoke about was respecting other people's model of the world. With one small exception, the world is made up of other people. Yes, that only exception is your personal space. And if you were to succeed, you need people. People are at the heart of your success. They are your clients, they are your advisors, they are your buyers, they are the sellers, they are the distributors, whoever they are. You must understand where they are coming from. You must understand their needs, what they are trying to achieve, what problems they are trying to solve, what negativities they are trying to avoid. Your deeper understanding of the other person is the key that you stand on to make progress. I'll say that progress is made one person at a time. And you best learn that. Now the fourth key which we've all been waiting for. Drum roll, drum roll. (laughs) Alright, so here's the fourth key. Growing personally and professionally. Forgive me, there may be echoes where I am because I'm currently in a hall. Yeah, I guess we'll go past that. Growing personally and professionally. Oh yes, personal growth. If you do not grow or keep growing, you become extinct. Because you have to realize that life is a classroom and you're still in school. Imagine how people felt before COVID-19. If you thought you knew everything, then here was a new one. If you thought you were, you'd seen it all, then here was something that you hadn't seen before. So growth is essential. And there's always going to be a growth curve. It may not be straight. It may never be straight. 
But the fact that you are developing yourself, that you're developing the way that you deliver and serve others, the fact that you're improving consistently continues to give you the edge of being a success. If you want to continue to be a success, then you must continue to grow professionally and personally. How would you feel if you had a very, very complex medical procedure that was to be had perhaps on your brain and the, 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 the surgeon who was supposed to do the operation, the last time he or she had any interaction with anything surgery, anything to do with brain surgery, was when they graduated 40 years ago from medical school. After that time, they had done nothing. They had not improved. They had read no journal. They had had no practice. And they were called upon to come and work on your brain. How do you think you would feel? As against someone who is up and running with the times, in tune with the latest discoveries, in tune with the latest research. Your guess is as good as mine. And for you to succeed, if you're going to build on the fact that other people would stand with you, if you're going to build on the fact that you need others to succeed, then you would have to realize that you need to grow and improve to serve them and continually be a success. So those are the uh, four tips, four guides, four ingredients, if you will, that are required for you to succeed and continually be a success. Take responsibility, know that you can do it, respect others and know that you need others to succeed and continue to grow. And that, for now, is the much would share. As always, folks, tag a friend, share the message, keep it flowing, don't keep it to yourself. And see you next time on Senseis with your leading expert in strategy and leadership. Thank you for letting me into your space. Bye for now. If you do not grow or keep growing, you become extinct. Because you have to realize that life is a classroom and you are still in school. Imagine how people felt before COVID-19. If you thought you knew everything, then here was a new one. How would you feel if you had a very, very complex medical procedure that was to be had perhaps on your brain? And the, 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 the surgeon who was supposed to do the operation, the last time he or she had any interaction with anything surgery, anything to do with brain surgery was when they graduated 40 years ago from medical school.